Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back here, uh, Tiger Tailgating Show, Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Mike Detail, along with the great Herb Tyler, joining us. And uh, we'll be here until 4.30. And at 4.30, we'll turn it over to Chris Blair and the LSU Radio Network. And they'll take you to 6.30 kickoff time. And you can hear it right here on the Big 870 WWL. Every play, all the action of LSU versus Florida State. Herb, one of the things that was brought up, one of the Texas brought up, we had another one asked about uh, Denver Harrison again. It's not that Denver doesn't have talent. Uh, he's a very talented guy. It's a little bit of maturity in between the ears. And we've seen this with other players and sometimes as, as a growing up process involved. But that's the one area where LSU, you can say, they don't have a lot of skins on the wall, and that's at cornerback. Yeah. Uh, Deuce Chestnut, he was a really good player at Syracuse, but this is his first year at LSU. And uh, Zai Alexander, I saw him in high school. He was a terrific uh, all-around athlete, quarterback, wide receiver, uh, defensive back, even returned punts and kicks. Uh, tremendous basketball player, too, ran track. Goes to Southeastern, doesn't get a lot of offers. And then plays there, was a terrific player in the Southland. And then he transfers to uh, LSU, and he's a big, tall corner. Um you know, when you have an experienced quarterback, I think Jordan Travis will try to trick him a little bit. And with a lot of crossing stuff where, okay, I got you now, but then I got to turn you over to someone else. And do you make the right choice here? And they've played Sage Ryan at the at the yeah, corner yeah. position. One guy I'm interested in, because I thought he had a good spring, Terrence Welch, yeah. uh, was a recruit from two years ago. A really good player. You have experience – at corner, but not at LSU. And then the freshman, uh, Ashton Stamps. Yep. Uh, I think he went to three or four LSU camps before they finally offered him a scholarship that, that if there's a weakness, it's there. Agreed, 100%. It, it's one of those things where, so we'll start with Denver, right? The guy has all the talent in the world, but there's some things that, that can overshadow talent, and that's just the – 
the will and the want to do the right things. If you're not there to do the right things, then your talent doesn't matter. The best ability is availability. So, you know, it's it, you know the guy, he, he transfers from Texas A&M. I think he had all intents and purposes of being really great at LSU, fell into a, some sort of a lull somewhere, got into some little situations, and here we are, right? Um, you know, I think that Coach Kelly and his defensive staff has done a great job of going to identify some potential transfers, guys that can come in and play well right away because they knew that would be somewhat of a thin spot for them. And so, you know, you got some guys that's returning like Sage Ryan. We're still not sure what he's what he what he truly what he's is. best at. We don't know, right? Can he play in the slot? Yeah, is he a safety? I agree. Is he an 100%. edge corner? We don't know that yet. We don't know, and he is small too. He's not a big guy, so a safety in my mind is not not him, right? Corner or something like that, yeah. But you know, it's it's kind of tough. So when you look at that defensive cornerback or that back defensive backfield, that's a suspect area. However. It's one of those things where if you can get that front seven to play really, really well, it takes some of that pressure off of those DVs, and then that allows that defense to be successful at some point. Now, tonight it's going to be a great test to see if all of that stuff works like we wanted to, and we're missing one of our top guys at Mason, in Mason Smith. So, you know, that cornerback room is a little thin, and it's new, and it's all – that cornerback room has been challenged or has been a challenge for LSU – for the past two or three years now. It's not been really – It's not been DBU. No, it's not been that. And so how do we change that, right? And I don't know where that goes. I don't know how you make that happen. Um, but I, I will say this, though. I think that that if that's our weakest point, I'll be okay with that because I definitely think our front seven is strong as all outdoors. So if we can if we can do well up front, I think it'll mask what our potential weaknesses are behind us. But then if you get a strong pass rush, you know the, the quarterback th- those errant passes, long as the guys catches it or knock the balls down or anything like that, I think we'll be fine. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been through this, but uh, you know I was talking to Mason a couple weeks back, and one of the things he was telling me, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go, Mr. Mike. You know, I'm ready to, I've been ready to play. But that was a little bit of apprehension where, you know, I think the first time you get hit in the lower body, then, and you get up, you're going to be okay. But it's in the back of your mind because you know what? All your rehab, you had to do it by yourself. That's right. You're not with uh, 70 other guys, you're doing it by yourself. And no matter what, this game is still between the ears a lot of places. And so until you get hit there and you can get up, okay, I'm fine with it. I'm good. That I think that for Mason, it's not physical talent. And he's a smart young man and he gives you what he got. Oh, yeah. And he got a lot to give. But uh, And we'll find out uh, pretty quickly with Mason. He won't play tonight. Right. I think he is a game changer up front if he can stay healthy. So, you know, obviously Mason is a first-round pick no matter what. Um, you know, when somebody's coming off an injury as such as he is, season-long ending injury, it's very difficult to mentally get yourself back into the ball game. But it's going to be really quickly how fast he gets back into the ball game mentally because he's not doing anything that it takes to, to, to be a part of an actual game. But when a game happens, he gets hit one time, 
he doesn't even have to get hit in the lower extremities. He's going to know when somebody, you know, hits him in an upper chest area and he feels that it's like, okay, I'm back. I'm ready to roll. I can take care of this. I'm good. It's that muscle memory, right? And it's that confidence that he has. He's an outstanding guy for a reason, not just simply because of his athletic ability. But those are really tough things to get over. And people always say, oh, you're a big guy. You should play football. <laughs> or you're a tall guy. You should play basketball. Or you're fast. You should run track. Just having the athletic ability or the size or anything like that doesn't mean that you're really you're going to be good at doing something. And so a person like Mason Smith in my mind has the the mental health that's very, very strong to understand where he needs to be in order to be successful. And so I think the moment he touches the field, he's going to be ready to go, to be honest with you. When the, when the band strikes up and they start playing, dun, 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 Mason is going to be the first one right there ready to roll. So I have no doubt about that. Yo, uh, I'll finish it on this. You know, I was asking him, come on, give me a guy that nobody's talking about that you think is going to be really good. And okay. he's, he's like, uh, man, uh, I don't know, Mr. Mike, I don't know how to say his last name, but Ovi's one. Uh, uh, the guy we got from Texas, uh, yep. I think he's number two or three. I don't remember exactly what the number is. Number two. Uh, but him and Savion both gave me the same name other than that, Greg Penn. Okay. They say, man, Greg Penn – he nobody's talking about him, but Greg Penn is going to be a big time player at LSU, and we got to see him last year. He was involved a lot, certainly late in the season. You can see his flow ability, his ability to run the field real well. He's not a small linebacker by any stretch of the imagination, but they said, you know, listen, we got some packages built where uh-huh. you might see Greg yes, doing yes. something you haven't seen before. So you know what that tells me? Pass rusher. That's right. So Coach House is going to going to bring some packages that no one's ever seen. And right now they have Greg listed behind Harold Perkins at middle linebacker. So the only way Greg can get on the field is if Coach House creates some packages specifically for both of them to be on the field at the same time. So I think I think we'll see both. I think we'll see each one of them alternating as a rusher and then also as that middle linebacker, some kind of form of fashion. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how they're going to have it, but that's going to be interesting to see. And then here's the other thing. And maybe Mason told me something he shouldn't have told me. Well, look, here's the the other thing. You cannot leave great talent on the sideline if they're ready to play. You have to find ways to be able to put them on the field. And I don't care how it is, whether it's, you know, like they were talking about with Saban. Saban loves to put his starters or his main guys on special teams. Yes. It gets them ready and prepared for the next level. And it also gets them ready and prepared just for that game in itself because you still have to just be a part of the flow of the game. And so I agree with that. I think that one of the best things that LSU could do coming into this game tonight or in the season is play all of their, their first and second team guys. Get them all some playing time in various different ways and if I were a coach, I would literally do that every game. I would have certain packages for certain guys that are twos to come in with the ones that play with whatever situations that they're great at. You always put people in the best advantage possible so that they can be successful. We'll be right back with more of the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Mike Detail, along with Herb Tyler, on your home for LSU Sports, WWL, and the free Odyssey app. And when we come back, we'll have Jeff Palermo from the Louisiana Radio Network with us to talk LSU Fighting Tigers. Playing tonight, 6.30 against the Seminoles. You can hear that game right here on the Big 870 WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here on our Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show, Mike to tell you along with the great Herb Tyler, and it's our Inside the Tiger Den feature. And we're going to go and talk about the uh, LSU strengths and weaknesses for this week's battle, and it'll be against Florida State. And our Inside the Tiger Den is brought to you by Go Tax Resolution, your go-to tax resolution team. Go to tax, go, go Tigers. On our Oakland Hard Jewelers Talk and Text line, Jeff Palermo from the Louisiana Radio Network. Jeff. Thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Uh, the wait is over. I should say it's almost over. Uh, we just got a few more hours, but the, the long off season has finally ended, and we're ready to roll. One of the guys Herb has not, uh, Herb and I have not talked about, who I think could be a difference maker, especially in this game, uh, because and I've seen some long returns uh, in a number of college games this year. That's Aaron Anderson, and what's interesting. Nick Saban this week, uh, when he was talking about people that he lost in the transfer pe- portal, and he was like, yeah, you know, we, we always know that's going to happen. It, people we're going to lose here and there. But that's one guy I really hated to lose. All the Alabama media all said they turned and looked at one another. Aaron Anderson. <laughs> I think he can have an impact today. Uh, I think as long as he catches the football, that will be the big thing. That's that's step one, Mike and Herb. And then, obviously, if he can create a little juice, can he can he make some game changing plays? It, it, LSU historically has had all you know all these great punt returners. You know whether yes. it was Tyran Matthew, old Al Beckham, but the, the last few years, it, it's it's been a little bit of a struggle at the punt return position. They haven't been. You know, we thought Derek yeah. Stingley would be a guy that can really 
uh, make some things happen in the return game. And he had a couple flashes, but he never took one into the end zone. I believe Trey Palmer is the last one to return a punt yep. for a touchdown, and that was back in 2019. So it's been a while. It's not been something obviously part of LSU's arsenal here, but I think that certainly changes with uh, Aaron Anderson. Herb? Yeah, Jeff, man, I'm so happy to hear from you, man, and I'm so excited about tonight's game. I know you know how I feel right now, but I wanted to ask a question about Jordan Travis. So we talked about Jordan a little bit earlier in the show, and I wanted to get some feedback from you on where you think Jordan's game has improved from last year to this year, and what do you think he's go- his outlook is going to be for this particular game? Well, I'm, I'm wondering, you know, I, I think this was a team that really – lean on the big plays through the air, right? I mean, he averaged 9.1 yards per pass attempt. And he's got these big wide receivers, and they like to throw it up there and try to really create some big plays that way. So, And they may be able to do that against, uh, obviously, the the question marks that are contained in LSU's defensive secondary. But uh, if LSU is able to uh, take away the big play from them, I mean, can he, you know, make the simple throws? Can he, can he make, make the plays that are just going to move the chains? I, I think that, to me, is the question that I, I'm kind of waiting to see here. Um, you know, I'm expecting LSU to, you know, with, with Madhouse, uh, I, I'm expecting LSU to show a lot of different pressures. I, I'm, ex, I'm expecting, you know, that, that LSU's defensive line is going to be able to, I know there's all this talk about Florida State's experience on the offensive line, but I, I like the idea that LSU can get a little pass rush from him. I mean, can they, you know, can they force him into making any kind of mistakes? Uh, so I, I would say, you know, the biggest thing is, is if the deep ball isn't there, is he still going to be able to help uh, Florida State move the chains down the field? One of the guys, uh, Herb and I haven't talked about, but he came in transfer and uh, got to see him play at Marshall. He, and then he went to Tulane, and then all of a sudden he swung over to LSU. Uh, number 14, uh, Andre Sam. Man, you talk about a dude that can play. and He is a hard-hitting guy. Uh, he smacks you around real good. And uh, one of the things Jeffy does really well, and I've talked to a couple of uh, coaches at Marshall, and they say they used him a lot, is him coming off the edge on the safety blitz. Andre Sam, because he's made a big impact on this team. We were talking to Chris Lowe during the week on Sports Talk, and he said one of the first guys Brian Kelly mentioned to him was Andre Sam. So he said, Mike, I don't know, you know, you saying it, but that's the first one of the first things also Coach Kelly spoke about too to me was about Sam. I think he's been flying under the radar, right? I, I think, you know, you look at where he's been, McNeese, Marshall, you're like, okay, that's it's not like he's been to you know, Alabama, Georgia, now all of a sudden he's coming to LSU, right? right I mean, he's, right. Uh, you know, so you're like, okay, well, you know, what, what's, the, what's the deal with this guy? But this is a guy that's played a ton of football, yeah. um, and I think he is one of, the, one of the guys that at this moment could be really underrated. I, I was asking, uh, you know, I host a Tiger Rag radio show, had both of you guys on, and one of my co-hosts, Todd, Todd Horton, the editor of Tiger Rag, I said, who's going to be the guy? I asked him, who's the guy that after the end of this game that you're going to, that fans are going to sit there and say, man, that guy's a pretty good player. <laughs> my guess, or my, my statement was Savion Jones. His was Andre Sam. I think he could be certainly a guy that can make some big time plays. And I think uh, him, his addition has allowed them to 
then experiment a little bit with Sage Ryan. Can Sage Ryan go out there and play, you know, the outside corner? Uh, we, we know he can already play a little nickelback, but could he be over there? And that we got Major Burns and Sam as our two main safeties. I think a, a reason why they've been able to do that with Sage is because of the addition of Andre Sam. Jeff, the, the, the fly on the wall here, right? The biggest thing that I want to talk about, we've talked about quarterbacks, running backs, defensive ends, linebackers, safeties, cornerbacks, and everything else. One of the reasons why we lost that game last year against Florida State was the kicking game. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Ramos. Let's talk a little bit about a little bit more about Aaron Anderson and what we think he can bring to the table. Because remember, Malik Labors dropped a couple of punts last year and uh, put us in some in some really bad, precarious situations. So let's talk a little bit about the kicking game and special teams and how that's going to affect this game today. Guys, just think of this. With all the screw-ups on special teams, that you had a, a, an opportunity to tie that game to go in overtime? Yep. Man, you were lucky. You really were yeah. uh, to be in that spot because – if anything could have went wrong on special teams, it, it did. did, and it did at the end to, to cost you, too. I think, uh, I, you know, for, we talked about Aaron Anderson. I think uh, he's certainly a guy that can make some plays. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be any chances to return kicks, but, you know, watching Caleb Jackson flash the way he did yes, sir. in the uh, in the scrimmage uh, gives you a feeling that, okay, if they kick away from him and they go to Caleb Jackson, he can make some plays. But we went into this, we went into this preseason camp with uh, a bit of a battle at, court, at uh, field goal kicker. You know, uh, Ramos uh, he made some big kicks. He also missed a few kicks. Uh, it wasn't any. And a, you have this Nathan Dybert guy from Michigan who was one of the top place kickers in high school when he was coming out of high school. So you had this battle. But Brian Kelly at the end of uh, this past week, with one of his last meetings with the media. Talked to, he, he said that Ramos has had an excellent camp. So if that's if that's accurate, uh, I, I, you got to feel good that you know Damian can certainly get the job done. Uh, there's and and I think the other thing that you'll see guys with special teams because we saw this a lot uh, with the ability to watch practices. You're going to see a bunch of starters playing on special teams. Yeah, they are not going to let what happened a year ago. Uh, where special teams was, was, was such a, a sore spot for this team. They do not want that to occur again. I, I still not exactly, uh, you know, a hundred, I still don't like the fact that they don't have a quote unquote, you know, a special teams coordinator that's really focusing in on that. I, I don't still like the idea of that. And you got, you know, several coaches pitching in and, and stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of that, but, uh, I think they are. I think there is a concentrated effort to make sure that special teams is not going to be an Achilles heel like it was a season ago. Last question to you, Jeff. Uh, man, a warhorse last year. You talk about a tough dude, Makai Wingo. Uh, you know, it's amazing his playmaking skills, playing a position on the nose where you don't really hear a lot about that. You really kind of uh, just sort of making a jam, then your linebackers make the play. But Makai was so athletic. But you talk about a warrior to be out there on the field for as long as he was, and he didn't have nothing behind him. 
you know, at least this year, you know, uh, you know, once things straighten out with with Mason, you got Jacobian that would be able to fill in there. Also, Jordan Jefferson and not the former Destrahan quarterback who played at LSU. This Jordan's a, a little more than 100 pounds more than the other. The past Jordan uh, to fill in there. Man, Makai Wingo and what he means to this football team. Man, he is – you talk about a stalwart in the middle. You know, he reminds me a little bit of it, and I told him this. Marlon Favorite, he's bigger than Marlon was because Marlon probably was 285 back then uh, when he played. Uh, Makai's probably a little over 300, but he reminds me a lot of Favorite. Yeah, and he's going to get a little more br- – you know, obviously they don't have Mason Smith in this game. But I don't. He's not as much as going to be asked of him this time around, right? I, they, they got more defensive tackles to use. Obviously, Jacoby and Guillory is a guy that, you know, this is his time. He's been around now. I think this is his third season. This is his time for him to really uh, assert himself. And then you bring in the transfer, Jordan Jefferson from West Virginia. You get Jalen Lee, the former Live Oak Stark. You get him coming back at home, coming back to home. And that was another area where Brian Kelly just really feels so much better than uh, a season ago. And uh, I, I thought Makai Wingo a year ago was a unsung hero for that 10-win team because when Mason Smith went down, there was a collective uh-oh across the state of Louisiana, and this guy stepped up. Uh, and, and, again, here's another guy, a transfer from Missouri. You're saying, oh, he's coming from Missouri. How good could he really be? Well, you, you know, give him a little coaching, give him a little direction, give him, give him some talent around him, and watch him blossom. And that's what you see with, uh, you know, some of these players. So, you know, Brian Kelly had a lot of success uh, with the transfer portal last year. There was a lot of guys that they pulled out of the transfer portal that really worked out well for him. He, he's got an idea. He's got a vision of what he expects those players to do. So some of these other guys that are – coming in like the the Andre Sams of the world and and so forth that you think are not you know the Omar States yep. I think you're going to hear his name a ton here tonight yep. um, I think there's an idea of how they want to use these guys and why why they targeted them and now it's it's their chance to go out there and shine Jeff thanks so much for joining us this afternoon really appreciate it and uh, yes, hopefully uh, we'll be talking about a victory uh, the, tonight Sounds good, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Jeff Palermo from Louisiana Radio Network. That's our Inside the Tiger Den segment brought to you by Go Tax Resolution, your go-to tax resolution team. Go Tax Go. Go Tigers. We'll be back with more of our Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger tailgating show right after this break here on the Big 870 WWL. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're back here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. It's our Eyes on the Opponent segment. And we have on our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text line, Ira Schofel, who's from Warchant.com, the managing editor, also host of Seminole Headlines podcast. Ira, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Finally, my man, the um, the long off season's over with and that long Awaited rematch is here, is here. So uh, uh, great to have you on. If there's a weakness on this Florida State team, because it's unusual that you'll have two teams in the top eight kind of square off with one another uh, this early in the season, where would you signal that weakness for Florida State? Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, you know, I think they they did a really good job in the transfer portal of, uh, of addressing most of their weaknesses. So there's not like a glaring weakness, I, I don't think, for this Florida State team. Uh, where they could get into trouble, I think, more so is if uh, if they have to get into the depth in a couple positions. You know, for example, safety. Uh, you know, they bring they have you know two starters at safety that they feel pretty good about, and maybe one backup. Uh, but after that, pretty quickly, they'd be looking at true freshmen playing in that safety. Um, I think when you look at uh, uh, defensive end is another position where I think they feel really good about their starters. Jared Verse, obviously, is a preseason All-American. And Patrick Payton is a, is a really talented sophomore. Um, but after that, it's probably a drop-off. And, and if they got past their third defensive end, uh, Gilbert Edmond, who transferred in from South Carolina, they're they're get they get really young really quick again so i think from the starting 22 i think there's not a lot of weaknesses but if they get into their depth at a couple positions it could be could be an issue ira we saw the trajectory of both teams last year we're going into this game tonight who needs to win this game the most and how do you think that's going to affect their 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 season moving forward uh you know i i obviously focus more on florida state because that's what i cover so i I think Florida State really needs to win this game, uh, but it's not the end of the world for them if they didn't, um, because they do get Clemson in a couple weeks uh, at Clemson. If they win that game, if they could get through the the rest of the ACC and, and win the ACC championship, then they'd be right back there in, in a chance to you know play for maybe get into the playoff because their only loss would be to a top five LSU team. Um, I think from LSU's perspective. I don't know if it's the end of the world because, like they showed last year, they lost this game and then, uh, you know, still won the SEC West and got into the championship game. So I don't think it's a do or die for either team. Uh, but for Florida State, it would be huge if they could win it because it would just give them some breathing room 
to where even if they lost that game at Clemson, uh, they still would have plenty to play for. Ira, um, Clemson has become like LSU's version of Alabama. They have good pain in the Yachta Bay. I mean, you got difficulties <laughs> squaring up and matching and, and, and winning those battles LSU did a year ago and did in 2019. But, man, before then, it was a rough road when you went against Alabama. That matchup against Clemson, which is a few weeks down the road, the, that is going to be something because the winner there would look to have a pretty clear ride to the ACC championship. Man, no doubt about it. I mean, Clemson's beaten Florida State seven straight years. Yeah. Uh, Clemson's, won se- Clemson's won seven out of the last eight, eight ACC championships. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Florida, Florida State's had a couple games where they were right there and just couldn't get it done. This seems to be their best chance, even though it's at Clemson where Florida State and everybody else struggles. Uh, they do have a new quarterback, Kate Klubnick. Uh, you know, he's, he's only played a few games last year. So Jordan Travis should have a big advantage over him. And I think, you know, Clemson probably doesn't have quite the same athletes, uh, especially on offense, that they used that they had the last several years. So I think Florida State might be able to get them this year. But, man, it's hard to, it's hard to go against history. And like you said, it's seven straight wins. Ira, Mike Norvell, I loved him at Memphis. I like him at Florida State. I can't like him at all tonight, just so you know. Um, but we'll but, pull for him against Clemson. Yeah, we don't right. like Clemson no, at all. we don't all. like Clemson at all. So <laughs> that being said, I mean, he's brought some energy in, in and around that, you know, that campus in the Tallahassee area. Can you talk a little bit to that? What's it like now to be a Florida State, no Seminole fan? Yeah, I mean, man, from where they were two years ago, it's pretty remarkable. You know, he inherited a tough, tough situation. Uh, you know, things were going in the wrong direction, you know, at the end of Jimbo Fisher's time. And you guys – uh, you know, can relate to this. The, you know, the really the where things went south for, for I think for Florida State with Jimbo was Jimbo really wanted that LSU job and yeah. he couldn't get it. And he at that point I think he kind of lost his focus at Florida State. Things were going in the wrong direction. They hired Willie Taggart. Things continue going in the wrong direction. And I think Norvell was in trouble after his first couple of years. I mean, he he was under 500 each of the first two years. And last year, if they blew that game against LSU, they had a 24-10 lead late in that game. If LSU comes back and wins it in overtime, Mike Norvell might have been in trouble. He might have lost the locker room. This thing could have gone completely sideways, but they did. They got the win. They finished they, they finished the year strong with six straight wins. They go 10-3. and three. And now, like you said, I mean, he's got energy in recruiting. They have a top-five recruiting class. Uh, they've done a great job in the transfer portal. And uh, things, you know, the trajectory has been straight straight up. But but it was, uh, it was, it was sketchy there about a year ago on this day. <laughs> Ira, everybody talks about Johnny Wilson and certainly great size and his ability to make something happen after the catch. But the guy on the other side, uh, I actually scouted. He was at Appaloosa's High School in Keon Coleman, and he was sort of the B guy uh, at LSU and also for a couple of other SEC schools. He ends up at Michigan State. So now you got a six foot seven inch wide out on one side and a six foot four inch Keon Coleman who's a really really good athlete uh tell us a little bit about his development at Florida State and his kind of connection uh, with with Jordan Travis in, in getting to work with him this fall he's been incredible um I, I you know I knew Keon Coleman's reputation I knew he was highly recruited coming out of high school I knew he had 58 catches last year at Michigan State but I didn't watch a lot of Michigan State football so I really didn't know and he, honestly, even if I had watched it, I'm not sure I would have appreciated what he really would bring to this team. He's not only an exceptional receiver, he, he might be their best all-around wide receiver. 
Um, but he's also like been a cr- just tremendous leader and teammate. Like he'll pull, even though he's only been at Florida State for a f- couple of months at practice, he'll pull younger receivers aside and, and give them tips and and, and become a, a coach on the field. He's just fit in perfectly with this team. He, he seems to have one of those personalities where you could probably put him in any locker room and, and he would fit in great. And uh, I think he's excited to be on the team that's got a chance to to do something special this year. And I'm sure he's, you know, a little bit extra motivated. He won't say this, but he, I'm sure he's a little extra motivated going up. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, LSU wasn't really keen. Yeah. Well, I think they'd have been keen yeah. if somebody else would have pulled out. They, because they right. were like that with Malik Neighbors, I'll be honest with you. Malik was not on the A-list for them. They got on Malik uh, late and because he was already a commitment to Mississippi State. And then they kind of swung it uh, toward Malik. But Keon was, was sort of on that list. If it comes down to uh, special teams, well, for LSU, it was lousy last year. They couldn't right. figure out a way to screw up more games than what they did on special teams. Uh, how has Florida State special teams looked this year in, in the fall? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, and I watched LSU the rest of the year, and I couldn't believe they never it never really got straightened out. And I know they made some changes, and and, and so I'm sure they'll they'll address it and try to be better this year. But uh, Florida State was good overall in special teams. Their com- coverage units were good. Uh, the return units were pretty solid. Uh, the punting game was good. Uh, the one area where they struggled was the the place kicker Ryan Fitzgerald. Uh, he struggled so much. He only hit 12 out of 20 field goals on the year. Uh, he struggled so much that they brought in a, a starter and an all-conference kicker at a smaller school from East Tennessee State to to come in and challenge him for the job, but he ended up winning the job. So Ryan Fitzgerald, who has been the starter for the last couple of years, will still be the starter. Um, but after you know going 12 for 20 last year, Florida State fans aren't going to feel super confident uh, unless he starts making some field goals. Uh, well, you, we sort of in the same boat. That's right. So we were we're not really sure about Ramos either. So <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we we both shaky on that part. Herb, that's finish right. it off. All right, well, just quick, real quickly, man. Just um, can you give us one name of one person, offense or defense, that no one's talking about, or someone that's really impressed you? during this fall camp that we should keep an eye out for? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure some people are talking about him. We haven't talked about him yet. Um, but, I, you know, I think Braden Fisk has been more impressive than I thought. He's a yep. defensive line transfer from Western Michigan. And I know LSU was – LSU was in, after him. Right. Yeah, and Florida State was very fortunate. And, I, you know, I, I have a bias against smaller schools. I'm a Power 5 snob. And uh, I wasn't sure how good he would be. Uh, but, man, he has been super impressive. I mean, he's he's one of those guys that – you know, six five, three hundred pounds, but extremely athletic and, and, and tenacious. You know, one of those guys that you know a lot of times three hundred pounders, the play starts going the other way, they might take that play off. I and mean, he plays hard every snap. Uh, I'll be surprised if he's not pretty disruptive in this game. And then you add him in there with you know Fabian Lovett and Jared Verse, and I think that Florida State defensive line uh, can give some people some headaches. Ira, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon, man. We really appreciate it. We wish you luck uh, the rest of the year other than tonight. Uh, But but beat beat Clemson, man. Uh, Take care of that, please. (laughs) I appreciate it. Have a good good day, guys. All right. right. That was Ira Schofel from (laughs) Warchant.com, managing editor and host of the Seminole Headlines podcast. They do a great job also uh, on their podcast, and that's our Eyes on the Opponent segment. And uh, great to have Ira on. Very, very informative and uh, knows the Florida State Seminoles really well. We'll be back to finish it off here in our number two of our Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show leading up to LSU Florida State 
and we'll be back right after these messages here on the Big 870. We're finishing up here in our number two of our Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgate Show. Hey, if you want to win the ultimate Saints fan experience, get ready. WWE, I want you to be in that number when the Saints take on Tennessee in the Caesars Superdome next Sunday. Nice. Every day this week and next week, we'll give you a WWL word of the day. Just enter the word at WWL.com slash contest with an S, and you can score a pair of tickets to the Saints game as they play the Titans, plus an all-inclusive Saints VIP tailgate bullseyeeventgroup.com incredible food great time saints football you ready sunday word is field field f i e l d enter it now at wwl.com/contest and you could win the ultimate game day experience from wwl we'll have another half hour of our gulf coast bank and trust Tiger tailgating show right after this news break here on the Big 870 WWL. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.